0: mm mm-hmm. The, after the first one you'll just flip the page oh you know i was like of course flip the page yeah. right okay yeah. thank you
1: Let us pray. O God, eternal goodness, immeasurable love, you place your gifts before us. We eat and are satisfied. Fill us and this world in all its need, with the life that comes only from you, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
2: A reading from Exodus. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots filled with meat and ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for the Lord has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked toward the wilderness. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, at twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. Word of God, word of life.
0: Just as you are called to the one of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. But each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it is said, when he ascended on high, he made captivity itself a captive. He gave gifts to his people. When it says he ascended, what does it mean but that he is also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is the same one who ascended far above all the heavens so that he might fill all things. The gifts Christ gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of christ until all of us come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to maturity to the measure of all that is full stature of christ we must no longer be children tossed to and fro and bro about by every wind of doctrine by people's trickery by their craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into the one who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by every ligament with which it is equipped so that each part is working properly, promotes the body's growth in building itself up in love. Word of God word of life.
3: Holy Gospel according to John: Glory to you, O Lord. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were beside the sea, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, "Rabbi, when did you come here?" Jesus answered them, "Very truly, I tell you, you were looking for me, not because you saw signs." But because you ate your fill of the loaves, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you, for it is on the Son of Man that God the Father has sealed. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom God has sent. So they said to them, So they said to Jesus, "'What sign are you going to give us then "'so that we may see it and believe you? "'What work are you performing? "'Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, "'as it is written. "'God gave them bread from heaven to eat.' "'Then Jesus said to them, "'Very truly I tell you, "'it was not Moses who gave you bread from heaven, "'but it is my Father who gives you "'the true bread from heaven.'" For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to Jesus, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praised Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Imagine it. The plate is placed on the table in front of you, and you look at the food, perhaps with curiosity, or maybe anticipation, maybe a bit of apprehension, because the food looks strange. The food looks a little weird to you. And then you think it, and maybe in some situations you say it, what is it? Now depending on how you say it, it will sound differently to the cook, or to the host, or your dining companion. What is it? Or, hmm, what is it? Now some of my cooking is granted that way, sometimes with wonderment, or with gratitude, or sometimes a little bit of I don't know for sure if I want to eat that. Well, maybe you are a finicky eater. You can take an online quiz, of course, and find out the results to find out if you are truly a picky eater. Some foods on the picky eater list, black olives, anchovies, eggplant, Brussels sprouts, avocado, blue cheese, tofu, mango, turnips, liver. How did you do? I think there are only three that I wouldn't want to touch. We are in a society that obsesses over foods. Many in our country live with food insecurity. And a new book called Franchise explores the complicated role of McDonald's and fast food in in African-American communities amid the rising rates of obesity and diabetes. Meanwhile, others are like reading labels, going on diets, worrying about health, or obsessed with the perfect body images we see in advertising. So what is it? Either either we overindulge, or we don't allow ourselves the simple pleasure of eating. One writer says, it would not be a gross exaggeration to say that the Bible is a culinary manual, concerned from start to finish about how to eat, what to eat, when to eat, and I would add, and who to eat with. What is it? That is my favorite line from the first reading from Exodus. The story of the Israelites wandering in the wilderness. How quickly they forget they were slaves in Egypt, that life was hard. They're longing for the meat and the melons and the home-baked bread of Egypt. And they do what we do, right? They complain, they whine, they murmur against Moses. You brought us out here to die. We detest, we despise this miserable food like cactus soup every meal. Take us back to the good old days." Yet God hears their cry. God provides what they need. God provides what we need, even if it's not always what we want. And the text says that God rains down bread from heaven Every morning, there's this fine, flaky substance on the ground. You could call them protein flakes if you want. And you know what the people say when they see it? What is it? In Hebrew, manhu means that. What is it? But I wonder, was it a cynical? What is it? Or was it a grateful? Hmm. What is it? or was it a curious, what is it? It's a great question. What is it? What is it about these times? What is it about masks, vaccines, viruses? What is it about the never-ending growing antagonism between Americans? Or the fear and the cynicism and the COVID exhaustion? What is it about weather patterns out of control? Take us back to Egypt. Take us back to the good old days. Sure, they weren't perfect, but we had what we needed. Now we're not so sure. Yeah, God provides manna, but what's God providing us these days? The miracle of the feeding of the 5,000 last week? Is Jesus going to pull off that kind of magic in our secular, cynical time? What is it? What is going to get us through this? If you read between the lines, our Lord Jesus is also a bit cynical in the gospel today. After the great multi- multiplication of the loaves and fishes last week, the crowds are hungry for more. Sure, Jesus heals and feeds people, reaches out to needy people, but now he's going deeper. You're just back to find me because you ate your filth. Got your fill of the wonder bread. But there's a deeper hunger, a hunger for true and abundant life, a hunger for meaning, a hunger for justice, a hunger that only God can fill. And then this Jesus of the Gospel, John, drops a doozy, one of the 26 I am statements in John, calling to mind the I am God of the Hebrew Scriptures. What is it? Becomes, who is it? I am the bread of life, Jesus says. I am the manna that God provides. Come to me and you will never be hungry. Come to me and you will be satisfied. The medieval mystic Catherine of Siena wrote, you eternal trinity are table and food and waiter for us. What is it? What kind of bread is it? Wonder bread? Whole wheat, multigrain, pita, non-tortilla. Makes me think of bread at communion. How can it not? How many of you grew up with the manna-like wafers that some of us had that literally melted in your mouth? Raise your hand. Some of us grew up with those kind of wafers. Now there's home-baked bread for communion, but I wonder how many of you experienced this the little pre-packaged sanitary bread-and-white combo kits. Tear off one side and there's a wafer, turn it over, tear off the other side, and there's a mini shot glass of wine. How many of you have experienced that at some churches? I say, how many ways can you say it? What is it? Well, for Lutheran and sacramental Christians, the Eucharist, Holy Communion is what God provides to feed us, to nourish us, to sustain us, to strengthen us through the wilderness of this world. Now, during the pandemic, all of us, churches all over this nation, had to think quickly, experiment with the best they could. Many churches fasted from Holy Communion. Others served it outside or even in a parking lot with people in their cars, with communion brought to them. Others experimented with online communion. What have we learned? How does God provide? Can you experience community online? How do we gather as the body of Christ? Churches, bishops, pastors, people will be talking about this and writing about this for decades to come, I assure you. Now, a century ago, some Lutherans had communion four times a year. Anybody remember that? Or they're, like my parents had communion. I got at least a couple hands. My parents had communion four times a year, whether you needed it or not. But for decades, many Lutherans, including many in our congregation, have helped us move passionately toward the Eucharist every Sunday as the very heart of our life together. But now many of us are out of the habit or, or we're not in person at church every Sunday. Or some, sadly, have realized that they can live without it. What is it? What is this mystery of Christ's real presence among us? The body of Christ not only in the bread, but in the body of Christ, the community gathered, supporting us. Not to mention the body of Christ and those poor and those needy within our world. We have learned, I have learned, that we can experience more online than we thought, that you can experience community online. The Eucharist, however, is an embodied sacrament, a communal meal, a gift of God we most fully experience together. Now, I hope I'm not just longing for the good old days, pre-COVID, two years ago, but I hope it will soon be time when We can all gather safely together in person. For there is something here that God provides. Beautiful, sacred space. The gift of singing together. And receiving the bread of life together. What is it? Let's keep asking that question about everything to be open to the mystery. For God is manna, and God is food, and God is grace, and the bread of life satisfies our hunger, even and especially in these times. Amen.
4: Christ and sustained by the Spirit, we offer our prayers for the Church, the world, and all of creation. Awaken all the baptized to the gifts you provide for carrying out the work of ministry. Where the Church is divided, knit us together and restore the unity of the faith. Hear us, O God, your Your mercy is great. Watch over deserts and wilderness places. Grant relief to places affected by drought and wildfires. Regenerate rainforests, defend species at risk of extinction, and strengthen the work of conservation organizations. Hear us, O God.
1: Your mercy mercy is is
4: great. Instill those who govern with patience when confronted with grievances, and perseverance in seeking what promotes the well-being of the community. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy is great. Feed those who are hungry. Reassure those who are despairing. And accompany those who are imprisoned. Rain down the true bread from heaven that gives life to the world. We remember all those in need, especially David and all who grieve the loss of Richard Bow and those we name aloud or in the chat feature. Hear us, O God.
1: Your
5: mercy is great.
4: Make this congregation a place of hospitality for those accustomed to rejection. To those who have felt excluded here or elsewhere, prepare us to welcome them. In the name of Christ, hear us, O God.
1: Your mercy is great.
4: You provide food that endures for eternal life. Sustain us each day with the bread of life until we are gathered with Blessed Mary and all the saints and feast together at your heavenly banquet. Hear us, O God.
5: Your mercy is great. great.
4: We lift these and all our prayers to you, O God, confident in the promise of your saving love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: The peace of Christ be with you always.
3: To those of of you joining us online this morning, we hope that you will now greet one another with peace in the chat feature as a way to build community among that part of our congregation this morning. In this place, we welcome one another because of God's grace and God's acceptance of us. Because of that, we can welcome one another, whatever our metabolism, whatever our relationship with food, whether we're a finicky eater or not. And then, of course, because of all those biggies, we welcome one another however we see our gender identity or who we love or marry or our race or ethnicity, the color of our skin, not to mention our religious or spiritual backgrounds and how we feel about church. Together, we come here to receive the bread of life that satisfies our deepest hungers. Following the liturgy, we hope that you can join us in our garden. It's one of our urban charms that we have as a congregation, that we have that beautiful space for a cup of coffee and conversation. You'll notice at the back of the bulletin about our book launch, just take note of that on August 14th, Saturday at 6:30 p.m. at Grace Place, HT Loop. You can attend the five o'clock service and then attend this book launch. Um, L. Dowd, is the author and she is a recent graduate of LSTC and writes about her journey through with anti-racism, a very important commitment of our congregation. We continue to learn new hymns in the new supplement of our denomination, All Creation Sings. So if you would take out that purple supplement, All Creation Sings, and turn to 970. This is a new tune, from uh, a new hymn from Jamaica. And part of being Catholic means that we sing hymns from around the world as part of the universal church. So as we learn this, our cantor will sing it first, and then we will sing it two more times.
6: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God it is, right
5: to our thanks and
6: praise. it is indeed right our duty and our joy that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you Almighty and merciful God through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven,
1: God, our bread of life, our table, and our food, you created a world in which all might be satisfied by your abundance. You dined with Abraham and Sarah, promising them life, and fed your people Israel with manna from heaven. You sent your Son to eat with sinners and to become food for the world. Blessed be God forever. The night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Remembering, therefore, his life given for us and his rising from the grave, we await his coming again to share with us the everlasting feast. Come lord jesus come lord jesus by your spirit nurture and sustain us with this meal strengthen us to serve all in hunger and want and by this bread and cup make of us the body of your son come holy spirit
5: come holy
1: spirit through him all glory and honor is yours Almighty God, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, both now and forever.
6: Trusting in God who nourishes and sustains us, let us pray as Jesus taught us,
5: our
1: Upon you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and satisfy the needs of every living creature.
4: Let us pray. Jesus, bread of life, we have received from your table more than we could ever ask. As you have nourished us in this meal, now strengthen us to love the world with your own life. In your name we pray. Amen.
1: The blessing of God who provides for us feeds us, and journeys with us be upon you now and forever. Amen. Amen.
4: Go in peace. You are the body of Christ.
1: Thanks be to God.